Welcome to the Missing Chapter Podcast, where you will hear some of the least known, obscure, and entertaining stories the history textbooks left out. Starring Phil Horander and Phil Schaff. New territory for the Missing Chapter Podcast, the Vikings, a grizzled, hardened Norseman whose impressive resume warrants an episode in and of itself. It includes the unification of both Denmark and Norway. Reigning as king of these two Scandinavian countries in the late 10th century, this monarch not only brought these fragmented tribes under his control, he also converted the Danes to Christianity. There, that's all there is to know then, right? Why isn't this episode of the Missing Chapter podcast a short? Because this is only the beginning of today's story, and from here, our story takes a strange and unexpected turn. One in which we'll find ourselves in the world of technology, and more specifically, electronics. No one could have predicted this partnership, and no one could bring you this remarkable tale like we can, the Missing Chapter podcast. Hello, everybody. It's another installment of the Missing Chapter podcast. I'm Phil Schaff, here with Phil Horner. We've got a great episode for you today. Uh, before we get started, a little candied almond today, candied Phil. Candied almond, yeah, from very From Dunkin' good. Donuts. We love shopping local, but every once in a while. Yeah. Man, this, this you, flavor is you, pretty awesome. You can't go wrong. Awesome. You yeah. can't go wrong. We've had a couple of, uh, of Dunkin', um, and, and between this and the Starbucks, those big brands, they're still really good. They are. Yeah. Can't deny flavor. No. Nope. Um, speaking of that, the flavor of this episode, I think, is going to be is going to be great. I already have Phil laughing a little bit. Um, you mentioned this the other day. This yeah. was a very very short stint between hearing about the story to producing an episode, which I was very yeah. impressed by. By well, the way. Well, you never know when you're going to come across like something that you think is going to develop into a missing chapter podcast episode. And we were we were watching one of our favorite TV shows. Our kids love. Uh, Expedition Unknown with Josh Gates on the Discovery Channel. And it was one little thing he mentioned that we rewound. We were like, wow, that could be a Missing Chapter podcast episode. Interesting. And here we are. So it's so funny because as you were researching it, you you, to give our our listeners a visual here, you were at your laptop and you were typing away. And I could tell you were doing some research. It's crazy. And then all of a sudden, you kind of like stepped back. In awe, as yeah. if the information just kind of shoved you back, like in disbelief, and you're yeah. like, "You're never going to believe this. You're never going to believe this." Well, they're they're kind of two stories within the story, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. It's it's the story of the technology, and it's the story of the history behind the name, and then I guess a third story on how the two ended up coming together. Let's do it. So yeah, there's a, a, a number of different layers that hopefully you guys as the listeners will enjoy. But we're talking Bluetooth technology today, Phil. Sure. Now, Bluetooth technology is is extremely commonplace in 2023. And you say, well, it's it's vital. I mean, it's it's crucial to the way that we work, we play, we flat out function in our daily lives. Now, Bluetooth technology, just as a reminder, refers to the wireless connection between electronic devices, things like your mobile phones. Uh, your PCs, your printers, music systems. So what most people do not know is that Bluetooth is not simply the name of the technology, but has a rather unique and odd connection to a a lesser-known figure in European history, a Scandinavian history, to be more specific. And I was trying to kind of rack my brain. We haven't done 
too much Scandinavian history, have we? Have we done it all? Well, we did uh, an episode. Tim Field did one. I think it might have been season one involving Norway and World War II. But beyond that, I don't think we've really delved much into the Vikings or things like that. It's a great call. So, yeah, we're going to do a lot of that in, in this episode. So Bluetooth technology, believe it or not, is named after the Danish Viking King Harold Gormson. I think maybe going with Bluetooth rather than, hey, did you right. hook up your phone to your, your Gormson? Your Gormson? But I want to explain where Gormson comes from, too. So according to the official Bluetooth website, the name for the technology dates back more than 1,000 years to this King Harold, who was well-known for uniting Denmark and Norway in the year 958 and was well-known amongst his men and his citizens. Ready? For an oddly discolored dead tooth. <laughs> <laughs> and the decaying canine appeared, here we go, dark blue or gray in color, thus earning him the distinct nickname, you guessed it, Bluetooth. That's a mic drop moment Come right on. there. Come on. And you think to yourself, really, you know, is this April Fool's in November? No, no, listen, this is all true. Harold was described by historians as, quote, remarkable by the force of his mind and faith, but also deprived of wisdom and without great intelligence but above all else, a great uniter, a great uniter. And, and you think, I think the connotation behind a Viking very often is, uh, he's brutal. He's ruthless. This doesn't seem to be King Harold at all. Interesting. He was more unique. Yeah. Several chroniclers praised the great warrior and King and wrote about the animosity, uh, between Harold and his son, Sven Forkbeard. (laughs) All right, that might be a different episode in the future. Yeah. You're making this up. As his family name Gormson would suggest, Harold was the son of Gorm, the old king of Denmark, and Tira. He was most likely born around 920. So yeah, his dad was actually Gorm. The name means Gorm son. Oh my it's actually God. derived from who he was the actual son of. So in 958, Harold replaced his father, All right, Gorm the old. as the head of the vast kingdom covering today's Denmark, parts of Norway, parts of Sweden, and the better portion of modern Scandinavia. All right. There's... Yeah. How, many, how many avenues can we go down in one episode? I know. Episode? I've this thrown is, a lot at you. What are we, inside of four minutes? Oh, my gosh. Um, I immediately went to, uh, who was the, oh, Jesus, on air, my brain is blanking. Who was the shortstop for the Red Sox? Uh, no Mark Garcia. No Mark. How did you even go there? <laughs> like, just his name flipped around. Yeah. That's, I don't know yeah. why my, my brain went so, there. But. but, Phil, just to reiterate, you have Bluetooth technology, which some of you might be listening, using right now, I, I, probably a good portion of you. You have a Viking king over a thousand years ago who had a decaying Bluetooth, <laughs> and somehow these two are coming together in a Missing Chapter podcast. Harold, <laughs> I, I, Harold was born pagan, like his predecessors, worshiping the Norse uh, pantheon's gods. It's estimated that between 960 and 963, somewhere in those years, Harold converted to Christianity. And in thus doing so, he became Denmark's first Christian king. Now, it was not a complete novelty, you know, as Christianity had progressively spread across the region since the 9th century. Yet the king's conversion made the new religion really what we can refer to as durable, Mm -hmm. which, you know, to explain that better, it's established. It's legitimized throughout most of Northern Europe because we think of Christianity at this point in history, it's Italy. Right. And it's starting to spread north 
and now it's making its way into Scandinavia, and that's new. I mean, that, that's legitimizing the, the Christian faith through King Harold. So his conversion was not only an act of faith, but it was a great political decision. It was kind of both. Otto the Great, the East Frankish king and Holy Roman Emperor in the mid-10th uh, mid century, mm-hmm. threatened to expand his territories across these Danish borders and into what would have been King Harold's land. So his first move would have been the creation of uh, these bishoprics in Denmark, and Harold's conversion helped the Danish church maintain its independence. So he said, listen, I'll convert, and in doing so, let me remain in power and rule over the lands that I rule over and that my dad ruled over, and I'll make sure that I spread Christianity the same way you would have. I'll save you the time and energy in doing that. So we're thinking, you know, around, it would be in the 5th century that the Holy Roman Empire, the Western Roman Empire, mm-hmm. uh, would break off. But it would, it would, I mean, you're talking, yeah, it, it's, it, when, you're, when you're thinking Christianity in those, that time period, you know, obviously the Holy Roman Empire is declared uh, the official religion uh, of Christianity, no longer persecuting Christians, right. uh, you know, with the edict. But you never hear... You hear it traveling south. Correct. You talk about that in Africa, you, through the right, Mediterranean. Right. But you, you very rarely Scandinavia gets left out of the equation. That is hundred percent true. And and all of this is so crucial to the overall story. He's he's using its um his his kind of political prowess to avoid confrontation. In this case, you know, with the with the Christian Church, he's maintaining his own authority over lands that his dad helped and unite, and that he helped unite. And he's really, he wished to keep his people's trust. And he wanted to ensure a smooth transition from paganism to Christianity, not by forcing them to give up their old beliefs and traditions, but by accepting a new one. Yep. And, and by most accounts, overwhelmingly, in fact, in my research, Harold Bluetooth, as he is now known at this point, was a decisively accepting, tolerant, and very respected king for the time, not just amongst his people. But throughout all of Europe, he had this, this kind of this reputation now as somebody who could, who could negotiate and work with everyone. And I'm, I'm curious, did, were people receptive of that? Because you have, you have some, some very interesting um, divides mm-hmm. among the Christian church, especially during that time period where you have either paganists or you have, you know, uh, which could theoretically be the same idea, polytheists, where... You know, you're just accepting one more God. So I'll right. accept the Christian God, and almost like it's like a pluralist kind of, right. you know. And I think I think that played a role, but I think it was the fact that he himself converted. Yeah. And he'd established yeah. himself in his reputation as being somebody that, that was, was looked up to. Yep. So kind of leading by example, so to speak, I think he, he wins over his people more so than his, if he had forced this on them. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So chapter one, fast forward to the late 20th century. Major technology companies, Intel, Ericsson, Nokia, Toshiba, are working together in the 1990s to create a common standard for wireless transmission, okay, that would work specifically between computers and mobile phones. So think back to the early cell phones, Phil. This very fledgling early technology really held with it many of the breakthroughs that we enjoy with our modern iPhones today. You know, think about how far we've come from, you know, the 1990s to 2023. I mean, you and I lived it. 
Yeah. And it, we've come a long way. And the fact that these groups are collaborating is kind of unique in, in and of itself. Completely. And I still remember the days where I would have my tape deck in my car. Yeah. I would borrow, actually borrow my parents' car. 1986 Oldsmobile Cutlass. Mm-hmm. All right. Beautiful car. White, red interior. <laughs> um, but... I remember taking one of those those cassette tapes with the long wire, yep. attaching it to my disc man. I, I had press and play, exactly. sticking it in, and then in the disc man. People people probably right now are looking up disc man, <laughs> trying yeah. to figure out what that was. But all the different configurations of trying to get something that doesn't fit in a cassette player or something that doesn't fit in a CD. Player, how do right. you mix that? Exactly, it, it was a pain. Exactly. So enter Swedish engineer. All right, so he's Scandinavian, Sven Madison who worked from Ericsson, or with Ericsson, and an American engineer by the name of Jim Kardach from Intel. So they belonged to a group that worked together and collaborated on jobs. And in 1997, long before the time of online meetings, Madison traveled all the way to Canada from Sweden for a one-hour strategy meeting in Toronto. Kardach and Madison and others from the group presented their ideas for wireless technology at a seminar. But the project didn't receive much acclaim. And after the meeting, the two colleagues needed to drown their sorrows and take a much-needed break from work. So they decided to spend the night out at a bar in downtown Toronto. And in the process, in doing so, they started talking history, one of Kardash's personal passions. Hello, everybody. Welcome back from the break. Phil, I got to hand it to you. This is a great one. I appreciate it, Phil. Um, I do have some questions and some curiosity of where you're taking us in closing here because okay. there's so many avenues you can go down with mm-hmm. this. Um, so take that that quick sip of coffee and tell us where are we going here. Well, listen. So he it becomes the topic of conversation on their night out. Specifically, they veer towards. Viking history. Okay. So the, the quote that Madison recalls is, quote, we had a few beers, and since Jim was interested in stories about Vikings, <clears throat> it became the night's big topic of conversation. They started talking <clears throat> specifically about an important historical figure in Scandinavia in the 10th century. You guessed it, a particular king of Denmark, whose nickname, oddly enough, was Bluetooth. So the two experts were enthralled with the Viking and King of Denmark, King Harold, who, who was really known <clears throat> as a skilled communicator yeah. and a respected leader. And I think to myself, like, so if this had happened and, and King Harold, Bluetooth, was not, did not have the historical um, background and reputation that he did, it, it would have ended right there. Okay. Because as he comes up and his name comes up, they start to realize this guy, this obscure figure in history might become the face and the name for the technology that we're trying to promote. We need some sort of a, a catch. So if he hadn't had that reputation, you want somebody who, who has this horrible you know, uh, history and background of being a murderer or being somebody who enslaved people, right? Right. So he was a well-respected monarch who unified and united these fraction tribes of Scandinavia. And the two men who wanted to unite the PC and mobile industry through a wireless connection really appreciated and liked that parallel, Phil. It's very fitting. And it's, it is fitting, but you think, like, how did, how did you get there? <laughs> There's so many different twists and turns that, that get us to something we use in our everyday lives. So Bluetooth, te- Bluetooth technology 
was finally conceptualized and launched in May of 1998, and the first consumer device equipped with the technology broke into the market in 1999. Now, ironically, Bluetooth was never intended um, to be their actual name. Really? Yeah, it was more intended as, as a placeholder until their marketing division could come up with a better name. So it came, to, it came time to select a more serious, more permanent name, and Bluetooth was to be replaced originally with either Radio Wire oh God. or PAN, Personal Area Networking, P-A-N. PAN or PAM? PAN, 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 PAM situation. <laughs> now, PAN <laughs> was the front runner too, Phil. Was it really? But this is ironic, too. After an exhaustive search, Unearth discovered that it already had tens of thousands of hits throughout the Internet. So you can't use PAN because it essentially is already associated with so many other things. Okay. It's kind of like, you know, we talked yesterday when we looked at the Missing Chapter podcast. We were in awe that, well, there aren't a ton of other Missing Chapter podcasts already. It was kind of one of those things where like, hey, you know, that was our fortune. So because Radio Wire and specifically PAN were already taken up so much, they just decided, you know, a full trademark search on Radio Wire couldn't be completed in time for launch. They were stuck with Bluetooth. So Bluetooth was the only choice, and thus the name became permanent. <laughs> I, I got to tell you. So number one, <clears throat> the technology. We actually talked about this off air. The technology itself is is really mind boggling because mm-hmm. I remember when that when, when I was first introduced to it, I didn't know why would you need it. Right. You know, we have wires for this. Why would you need a blue mm-hmm. like? And and that was during the day when a lot of the cell phones weren't actually smartphones, so you would need a separate connection for your iPod right. or your your MP3 player, and then you know how do you connect that? Well, you just download them. They burn on CDs, and then you put CDs in your car. Uh, and then the technology, of course, as anything else does, it, it advanced, and then now it's turned into a necessity. Right? Isn't it funny how right. how as technology advances, some of the some of the modern luxuries we see as luxuries just a few years ago now is uh is a necessity yeah and, and you know what phil it's interesting too i want to make sure i include this and it's it's going to be difficult to explain in a podcast so we'll put it up on our social media platforms but the symbol now that we associate with bluetooth yes which is essentially if i'm if i'm going to try to describe it it's almost like a capital b and then on the left hand side they're connecting um, almost like a greater sign for math yep you've taken the greater sign and you've hooked, hooked it onto the back of a capital b that actual, uh, those two symbols, if you were to take them apart, are King Harold's initials. So it's, it's the Bluetooth or the Yarkin. Um, you're dealing with different languages here, obviously, more Scandinavian languages, but it's the H for Horkman, what? or Horkson, rather, and the Bjarkin, um, the H and the B. So if you combine those, we essentially have our Bluetooth symbol that we associate with the technology today. That is that is brilliance. So the, how is I, I mean that? So you're taking the the, the initials, right, Merging them because we look at that and we look at it as a B, right? And right. It, and it almost appears to be that the Pac-Man mouth, right? Yes. So yes. You're, yes. You know what I mean? So yep. you're you're linking the two things, uniting them: your phone and mm-hmm. your, your uh, radio or whatever you're you're trying to connect to. That's that's amazing. Yeah. And what I would encourage our listeners to do, if you have a board meeting, if you have any sort of like um, I don't know, uh, internet meeting, you're, you're all, you know, meeting um, separately. Maybe 
you know, bring that up. Hey, does anyone know that that we're actually? Yeah. And and once you throw out that Bluetooth is from a Viking emperor who had a dead <laughs> Bluetooth, people are going to be like, I'm going to stop you right there. You're lying to us. Be like, no, I'm serious. And when, you can tell them. You got to listen to the missing chapter. There podcast. you go. There you go. Because this is uh, this will be aired. Uh, uh, we believe the the first week of December. Great. So um, you know we're we're a month removed from where we're recording to when it's going to be aired. So. Uh, I can only imagine over the Christmas table, uh, yeah. Christmas and, and the holiday Thanksgivings, the festivities that you're going to be experiencing. This has got to come up, right? I, I, mean, I hope so. <laughs> I, I hope so. And if it doesn't, start it. There you go. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. I'm Phil Schaff. And I'm Phil Hornder. Another chapter has been added to the history textbooks.